Hi there, this is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, September 24th, 2022. It's Pennsylvania Derby Day with a big couple million dollar races, the Cotillion and the Pennsylvania Derby. We'll get to those in just a minute as well as a couple other races on the day for Saturday, September 24th. As always, this Key Races and Bets podcast and the companion product, the Key Races and Bets blog, which is the written version, is brought to you by Amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, a great legal online wagering website with great betting tools and perks, legal for residents of most states and covering most tracks in North America as well as many around the world, Amwager.com. You can get the written version of the Key Races and Bets blog by going to Amwager.com, totally free. Click on How to Bet and Ella Stars blog while you're there. If you're not a member, look around and sign up. We're going to start with the Turf Monster Sticks, race nine at Parks, on a great card on Saturday, September 24th, post 404 Eastern. The pace scenario is important to discuss here because that's right, draws the rail, wears blinkers, this is an absolute need the lead type, but he can't shake loose from Uncle Ernie and perhaps others. I expect the opening half mile to be just over 44 seconds, much faster than average for the level, even stakes level, and sets up some closers nicely. Nothing better gets top billing. As he's on a fantastic pattern of four straight improving equity speed figures, it's returning off a seven-month layoff in May. The last a career-best 108 figure in a mile race on grass where he finished second. Cutting back in distance makes nothing better. A nice closer with a big kick under Luis Saez, who only rode him once previously to a head defeat in the race right before the layoff. Smooth B should be able to drop closer to the rail before the turn as many he here show their tactical speed, allowing him to be in the same position he was in a state-bred race on dirt, which was scheduled for grass last month when he rallied from third and won by three lengths. Frankie Pennington was up for the race and rides back, and although Smooth B has not won in 11 career tries on grass, he's finished second or third in five of those and can easily add to that number here, perhaps even running good enough to win for excellent trainer Robert Reed Jr., Surprise boss rounds out the contenders. He had no chance to get good position last month in the Mahoney Stakes when he was bumped at the start. But his four races prior to that, all turf sprints were all good enough to win this if repeated or to be in the exact at the least. He won at Belmont on June 4th and was second, then third, a half length from second in the similar quick call stakes. And jockey Irad Ortiz Jr., who has never ridden for this trainer, gets on and speaks ton for this Colts' chances. Win bets. 3-1. to one, Minimum odds on the contenders, which are nothing better, smooth being surprise boss, and the plan should be to bet two of the three, if two of the three are going off, at 3-1 to one or more. Absolutely bet two of the three. At 3-1 or more, you get some good value here. And when betting two or more horses to win, we should always try and dutch the bet, which means to prorate our total wagers among the two horses based on the odds. Amwager.com has a free and easy-to-use dutching tool available where you can set the amount you want to bet or the amount you want to win and the math is done for you. And this is just one of many great tools and perks available to the better at Amwager.com. For the Exacta Box, very simple three-horse Exacta Box of nothing better smooth being surprise boss in the Turf Monster Stakes Race 9. Skipping up a couple races to the Cotillion Stakes, one of the million-dollar races at Parks Race 11 with a post of 520 Eastern on Saturday, September 24th. I feel pretty strongly the 2-1 to one morning line, a favorite secret oath, is vulnerable here. Doesn't mean she's false. And certainly the odds aren't relative to her probability to win, given at least three other horses combined would win this race about 75% of the time. Those three are Green Up, Society, and Shahama. And Gerrymander's not without a chance to win well, as well, and Secret Oaks. But those are secondary win contenders. 
I'm going to start with giving up one of three from the Pletcher Barn opening at 6-1 to one in spite of Irad Ortiz Jr. riding and the rail. She's won four of five, including both since returning from a layoff in July, and she's still improving. Having gone from an 86 Equibase figure in April to 99 in July to a field high 109 last month, winning the Catherine Sophia Stakes here at Parks. Ortiz has been up for both wins, only two times he's ridden her, and she's got a huge shot to post a mild upset here just by, by repeating that last effort. Society is the one the other eight will have to catch to win, and the nine post should not be an obstacle, as there is essentially no other need to lead type in the field. She's won four of five, just like Greena. Her only loss coming when she stumbled at the start in the CCA Oaks. Her win in the Charlestown Oaks, which was a two-turn seven furlong race last month, earned a one of five echo base figure, so with any improvement, she could run a lot better than her eight to one morning line suggests, and she could add to the tremendous year Gunrunner is having with his progeny in stakes races. Shahama is another of the Pletcher trainees, and like her statement at Greenup, she's improved nicely in every start. After importing to the U.S. over the winter, Shahama finished 6th in the Kentucky Oaks with a 97 figure, then improved to 103, went second to Gerrymander in the Mother Goose, then won the Mammoth Oaks with a 106 figure July 31st at the distance of the Cotillion. As such, Shahama is on a pattern of improvement and another opening at 8-1, to one, so we have to take her very seriously. Now, Gerrymander won the Mother Goose with a career-best one-on-seven figure, and that was a one-turn route, though, at Belmont. She didn't do much in the Alabama after that, but may have found 10 furlongs too far. Joel Rosario was up for the Mother Goose, not the Alabama, gets back on, suggesting she can rebound to form good enough to be competitive here. Secret Oath will be favored, as I mentioned, as she was second in Nest in both the CCA Oaks and Alabama, and Nest is not in this race. But after her big Kentucky Oaks effort with a 105 figure, she's only managed 92, 95, 92, and 103 since. So she's not on the same pattern of improvement as the other two. Sure, she can win, but she's no standout. In the Cotillion, race 11 at Parks, post 520 Eastern on Saturday, September 24th. Green up is a key bet here, 2 to 1 or more. We can consider a second win bet on Society or Shahama at 3 to 1 or more. And this is absolutely another race in which you want to maximize your profit by using a dutching tool like the one which is free and really easy to use at Amwager.com. Two exactus in this race, I like Green Up, Society, and Shahama over Green Up, Gerrymander, Secret Oath, Society, and Shahama. And then the opposite of that, which is Green Up, Gerrymander, Secret Oath, Society, and Shahama over Green Up, Society, and Shahama. This way, if Green Up, Society, and Shahama produce both the winner and runner-up, we win both bets. I'm going to play some doubles here. In race 11, I want to use Green Up, Society, and Shahama. And in race 12, I want to use Cyberknife, Tawnyport, and Taba. Moving on to race 12, the other million-dollar race, the Pennsylvania Derby, post 610 Eastern at Parks on Saturday, 924, race 12. Although Cyberknife and Tony Port have both called the Brad Cox Barn home throughout their careers, consisting of 18 races combined, they never faced each other until now. That must mean Brad Cox thinks that they are both good enough. We already know Cyberknife is. Tony Port may actually be the faster of the pair at this point in time and certainly will offer betting bet, better betting value, having just won a pair of grade 3 stakes, the Lexington stakes in April and the Ohio Derby in June. However, his pattern of improving Echo-based speed figures is unmistakable having earned a 100-figure when 7th in the Kentucky Derby, before 107 in the Ohio Derby, and 108, although 3rd in the Jim Dandy. In the Jim Dandy, Tawny Port tracked the pace setters in 3rd in the early stages, then moved to within 3 quarters of a length with an 8th to go. Although he was no match for Epicenter, who won the Travers one month later, Tawny Port showed a lot of physical and mental ability, finishing just a half length from runner-up Zandon at the end. 
with Irad Ortiz Jr. taking them out, riding Tawny Port as he did in both the Ohio Derby and Jim Dandy, and with the best last race echo base speed figure in the field and on a pattern for improvement, Tawny Port appears very capable of posting the mild upset and win this year's Pennsylvania Derby. Cyberknife ran two big races in a row in February and April, the second of which was a strong victory by nearly three lengths in the Arkansas Derby. Then, following his poor 18th place finish in the Kentucky Derby, he resumed his winning ways, winning both the Matt Wynn and Haskell, both with career-best 104 figures. And the Travers last month in facing Epicenter for the first time since the Kentucky Derby, in which Epicenter was second, of course, Cyberknife was no match for the leader of the three-year-old division as he drew off by five and a quarter lengths. Just the same, Cyberknife was very game, holding off Zen by a nose to the wire, earning a 103 figure nearly the same as his two previous starts. Given that Cyberknife has the ability to lead early if need be or to relax off the pace, as is likely with We the People, logically the early leader, Cyberknife can be counted again for another A race good enough to win. Taiba is the most lightly raced horse in the field, having run just four times. He had, been run, he had run twice going into the Kentucky Derby, and that may have been his undoing as he faded from 5th to 12th. Returning as a much more mature horse in the Haskell in July, Taiba not only earned a career-best 104 figure on par with Cyberknife and the second-best last race figure in this field, he showed a lot of mental toughness battling head-in-head with the winner for the entire last eighth of a mile. He's put in a series of very strong works at trainer Bob Vaffert's home base in California since then, and he's possibly more physically and mentally mature as when seen two months ago, so he rounds out a trio of contenders that has the best chance over the other horses in this year's Pennsylvania Derby. In the Pennsylvania Derby, race 12 at Parks Post 610 Eastern. Hopefully we're live in some nice doubles because I'm only looking at a win bet on, Ty- on Tawny Port here. He's the only one that offers requisite value. I bet Tawny Port to win a 2-1 or more. As far as exact is, I want to play Tawny Port over Zandon, Skippy Longstocking, Cyberknife, We the People, Taiba, and Wide Barrio. And then I want to play the opposite of that, so it's basically an exact key box. And that's going to be Zandon, Skippy, Longstocking, Cyberknife, We the People, Taiba, and Wide Barrio over Tawny Port. Then I want to take a shot at a little 50-cent trifecta here using Cyberknife, Tawny Port, and Taiba on top, and then using Zandon, Skippy Longstocking, Cyberknife, We the People, Taiba, and Wide Barrio in both second and third. Got a bonus race here for the Downs at Albuquerque Handicap, worth a few hundred thousand. And this is race six at Albuquerque, with a post time of 10-10 Eastern, 8-10 Mountain. Zestful and Offshore Fair are the contenders, and they both open at decent odds. Zestful has won 13 of 43 and placed in 10 more. He's been in the money in all five races this year and the last two starts of 2021. He's won at seven furlongs over the track three weeks ago, and I love the stretch out from seven to nine furlongs. He's won three of seven at nine furlongs, so he looks very tough here. Offshore Affair has won four of 10 this year and last, including three in a row. He was claimed for 40000 last month, and the winner's share is 120000 which is a triple 300% profit for his new connections, which are high percentage trainer Robertino Diodoro, who has an interesting record in this situation, consisting of four wins from 10 starts in the last five years when claiming a horse and putting it right in the stakes. All signs, all signs point to another top effort for offshore affair. In Downs Albuquerque Handicap on Saturday, September 24th, which has a post time of 810 Mountain and 1010 Eastern, I'm looking for win bets on Offshore Fair and Zestful, either or both, at 2 to 1 or more. And for the exactas, I want to play Offshore and Zestful over Offshore Fair, Mind That Star, Zestful, Fleet Ridge, and Sheriff Brown. Then I'll play the opposite of that, which is Offshore Fair, Mind That Star, Zestful, 
Fleet Ridge, and Sheriff Brown over Offshore Fair and Zestful. Don't forget, you can get the written version of this podcast, which is the Key Race to Bets blog, the exact same selections and analysis, but in written version, by going to Amwager.com, clicking on How to Bet and Hello Stars blog, totally free. While you're there, if you're not a member, check out Amwager.com. You'll be glad you did. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week.